Welcome back to MacHeads Podcast. This is your host, Austin, and I have a lot of Apple news that we need to go over. And this basically happened within um, the past two weeks. Sorry I've been uploading a lot of episodes, I've been busy, and I've been thinking about what I'm going to do with this podcast. But regardless, let's get to this news. First thing I want to go over is the Apple rumor of the Apple television. Not the Apple TV, but code names, actually I guess you could say, not code name, but the rumor says they call it ITV, basically. Um, I think I saw it on 9 to 5 Mac and uh, maybe Macworld. Just to give credit to them for letting me read those articles, and I'm just going to share that. So now, let's get to the news. So here are my predictions um, with the Apple television. I'm going to call it Apple television so you don't get confused with the Apple TV. Now, the first thing I want to go over is its firmware. Now, I'm thinking, like, maybe it can have, like, firmware like the Apple TV, the regular Apple TV. Um, I think that would be really cool, but I think they need to add some more stuff to it because alone it is a great device, obviously. Its firmware is excellent, but what is it missing? Well, I mean, it's obviously going to be missing like the your sources, your inputs, you know what I mean? Um, sounds, just all the sound settings, your know, video settings, just all of these settings and stuff like that to choose your sources and whatnot, but basically that will obviously have to be added into the firmware if it does use some type of Apple TV firmware. Next thing I want to go over. In the firmware, obviously, we're talking about that, Siri. Alright guys, as we know, Siri is in the iPhone 4S. And I think that'd be cool to have a, maybe a, a voice-operated TV. That'd be pretty cool. Now, who'd I hear? I think I heard this from TLD today. This could be a problem because, what if you ever having a party? You have several people in the room, you know? Well, that could also be a problem. Um, let's say someone accidentally says Siri or whatever, whatever they want to say, and the TV picks it up. And you could change something, and it could probably make it a little, little bit annoying for large groups of people. But obviously, I me mean, if they had a remote control and you could press a button to activate uh, Siri, Siri, whatever you want to call it, and say your command like go to channel 100, that'd be pretty cool. Next thing. The cost. Now, Apple is known to make some pretty expensive products. Um, pretty much starting out the Lisa, that was very expensive and pretty unaffordable. So, this is going to be a new groundbreaking product from Apple. I mean, a TV from Apple, that'd be pretty cool. I mean, I know they have monitors and stuff and great gadgets, but a TV, that'd be pretty cool to have in your wall and uh, maybe have it with AirPlay or something like that so it can interact with all your other Apple products, which again will make it even more expensive. So, Apple can either go two ways with this. I don't see there being like a middle section, price section for this because um, from what I've seen, Apple either goes two ways. And um, only with their iDevices have I seen like a middle model really. Um, with the Macs, there are middle models, but there are definitely price jumps in between the categories. But anyways, they're either going to go not low in the price, but in between low and mid category of the price range, or they're just going to go high... Um, and let's say maybe two, two to three grand for a TV. Um, obviously that would be expensive, and it's not going to be for everybody. But I think if they can make something groundbreaking, I mean, as Steve Jobs said in his biography, um, I think it said I finally got it or solved it or something like that. And that that of course has been causing a lot of controversy um, in the Apple community. Um, him, him saying that himself, 
in his biography in the interview with, I think it's Walter Isaacson, pretty sure. I'm sorry if I said that wrong, but yeah. So in that interview, he said that, and um, I'm pretty sure if it's groundbreaking enough that it will be affordable for um, maybe, not the average user, maybe the higher than the average user, but it should definitely have, um, it should definitely be cost effective. Then the last thing I want to go over with the Apple television is um, having it wirelessly controlled by your hands. Now I saw this on the a CNET episode about um, Apple rumors, I think it's called Apple Byte, but um, regardless, they said that it could possibly have some kind of technology for your hands. You can, it'd be like, um, hmm, like your trackpad in your MacBook or if you're using a PC or laptop, but I want to focus on the MacBook because you can slide through, you know, mission control, uh, launch pad and stuff like that, but you can slide through your desktops and uh, do stuff like that. Well, what if you could do that with the TV? What if you could slide past your channels, you know, maybe zoom in, zoom out, uh, fast forward, pause, play, just with hand gestures, just with wireless hand gestures, kind of like the Kinect. That's what I think of, and um, I think that would be a pretty ingenious idea. I think that would be pretty cool to have um, with a TV. Well, guys, I'm done talking about the Apple TV, or television, I'm sorry. I like saying television just so at least we don't get confused here. But um, still, it would be pretty cool, and I do think it's going to come out. I really do. But um, like, um, like everything else Apple comes out, the iPhone 5, iPhone 4S, so obviously it's... It's probably going to be called something different, but we're probably all going to like it too. So, you know. Okay, guys. Next thing, new MacBook Pros. Now, I haven't really looked over the specs, and I've only watched a couple of videos. I probably TLD today and uh, someone else. And um, basically, I think, it's, I think they upped the processor speed on the baseline model. Um, I think they might have upped the processor speed on all the models. I'm not that sure, and the graphics might be better. But um, I know there's definitely a performance upgrade in the specs with the new MacBook Pros. Next, I want to talk about the iPhone 4S and the A5 processor that is in it. Now, basically, I just went to the Apple Store and I was very impressed with it. It's so fast. It's like really seamless. There's no glitching. I have an old iPod Touch, second generation. You know, every time I use it, it gets slow. Obviously, I'll be upgrading to an iPad soon, but you know. Uh, for now, I got this um, iPod Touch, and it's slow, it's laggy. Not laggy, it's just not fast. It's like um, using a PowerPC versus an Intel. Um, for all you older Mac users, you know what I'm talking about. Anyways, but it's very, very fast. Um, everything launches quickly. Um, seamless, seamless multitasking. It's just pow, pow, touch, touch, bang. It opens up, it runs real nice, and you're good. And the iOS 5 in a integration with it is just amazing. It just it seamlessly works. The A5 processor is very fast. I'm very angry because I totally forgot to check out Siri while I was there. So, obviously that was a fail on my part, but, um, you know. Next thing I want to talk about is iOS 5 and the iPad 2. Um, they both have A5 processors. The 1 gigahertz, the iPhone 4S and the iPad, I mean, both have A5. Um, but the 1 gigahertz, A5 and the iPad... I was really impressed with that too. I opened up a web page in Safari, the Apple Store, and you know, sometimes it takes a long time. I mean, it's HTML5, and I think maybe, I'm pretty sure that the browser in iOS is HTML5 also. I know it is on the Mac with Safari, but um, anyways, open it up, you can just, it just works, and it's just really amazing. It's very fast, it's very, it seamlessly 
switch through multitasking. The web pages load real nice. Um, apps load very nicely. The screen is amazing. I'm very impressed with the iPad too. It's lighter, thinner. I mean, it's white, and you know, it's they switched it up with color wise, and um, it, they made everything very cool and. The seamless integration with iOS 5, I think they did a really good job with iOS 5, and uh, that's good. Okay guys, so the last thing, not the last thing, but I got one more thing, to, at least two more things to go over. Next thing I want to go over is the MacBook Air, the new MacBook Air's boot time. I went on the 13 inch, and I'm like, you know what, I want to see how fast this thing really boots, so, you know, clicked on the Apple button, restarted the thing, this is in the Apple Store by the way. I think it's the baseline model. We start it, boot up really fast. I mean, I didn't time it, but, you know, I mean, I, <laughs> that was really fast. It blew me away, really fast um, SSD technology, and um, it was just amazing, you know? I opened up Safari, that, it's like, bang, it pops open real fast. I also looked at some of the iMacs, and, you know, the average trip to the Apple Store, you look at everything. Uh, obviously, it's not every day you go there unless you live right next to it. Alright, so the last thing I want to go over is my switch to the Magic Mouse. Now, I had the Magic Trackpad at first, but basically, here's what happened. Um, it was defective. I'd, it would click for no reason. Like, I wouldn't click on it, because obviously the two feet in the bottom are the buttons, if you're familiar with the Magic Trackpad, and for some reason it would click without me actually clicking it, so my hand would be resting on it, and it would just, it would click. And it was really weird, so, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm going to take it back to the Apple Store. I take it back, had it for a couple months, and they're like, well, okay, this time we'll, we'll let you swap it out for a uh, Magic Mouse. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I didn't obviously didn't want that to happen again, you know. So I did, and uh, I'm happy with it. Um, I got the Magic Mouse, it runs real nice, and uh, seamless integration. I'm saying seamless integration a lot, but um, just with all the new stuff coming out. Um, very compatible with Lion, I gotta say, the Magic Mouse does a great job. Now, I am very angry because I actually just kind of nicked it on my desk. I just hit the side of my desk with it, I was picking it up to, to show someone, and I accidentally scratched it. Not scratched, a little uh, scuff or scruff, whatever you want to call it, in the side of the um, plastic. But that's okay, I mean, it works. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I've had it only for like not even a day and you know I scratched it a bit but that's probably gonna be the only time well I can't really think of anything else to go over now um this has been a really great example of a good month or a couple weeks in Apple tech and um, I hope you enjoyed this episode and please stay tuned for more and um, obviously remember to subscribe I lost a bunch of subscribers it was my fault because I didn't upload an episode soon enough but now I have this is a nice 12-minute podcast to uh, recap today, this week in tech, you know, and um, basically, it's going to it's gonna be a good couple months because I have a lot of stuff to go over. Now, lastly, I want to give you um, an overview of what the next podcast is going to be about. I'm going to talk about Windows 8. I might get into Hackintosh a little bit, but um, I think I might say that for another episode, and uh, well, that's pretty much it, guys. Thanks for listening, and as I said, please subscribe, and uh, remember to stay tuned, because there's some pretty interesting stuff coming up later in the last parts of the year. Alright guys, thanks for listening.